Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Watching, listening, uh, doing all the things with distance nerding. What's up, Daniel? Como la flor in the chat. What's happening, buddy? How are you? Oh, uh-oh, Daniel, something's going on. Bethany just jumped into the chat. Uh-oh, she heard, she heard you call me uh, fiance. Now she's like, what? What are you doing with my man? Anyways, what's going on, y'all? This is Jamez 5000, and we are distance nerding. Even though we, it's just me, because young Phil isn't here, because he's running late, as always. So, you are now listening to Distance Nerding. He's supposed to be Young Phil. I'm Jamez5000, and we're here to nerd together. God, I nailed that one. We're talking about anything. Pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. So, make sure you follow us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Linktree. Everything is at Distance Nerding. Everything you need to find about us, even um, links to like our, um, you know, Bias a Taco page and all that stuff. It's everything's at Distance Nerding. So, the easiest way to find it is go to instagram it's the only link on our instagram is is link tree and everything's right there distance nerding all righty then oh look look let's create oh wait jumping into the chat what's up darren darren are you coming to uh, oregon this weekend yes no yes please say yes you should you should come up to oregon you should come hang out with us it's gonna be fun speaking of fun what we got on deck we got the download <laughs> This is where this is Philippe's uh, uh, sound effect. The download. Come along and ride on a fantastic voyage. 
one last time. So sad. We also have starting rumors. Did Kathleen Kennedy flex her force at D23? Ooh, spilling some tea. But first, we're going to have some shout outs. Real quick, shout out to our boy Jester G from Setting the Stage Podcast. What's up, buddy? So real quick, what's up? What's up, Jester G? What's up, Bethany? What's up, Daniel? What's up? Uh, who else is there? Oh, yeah, Darren. I was just talking to Darren. So what's up, everybody? Just chilling. Philippe will be in a second. In in a second. He's probably eating a taco, looking at his fingers. Can't get his password right. But in the meantime, shout out to tacos and shout out to Poddex because, in fact, this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview question and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster, an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience, get more engagement, if you're going to want to check out poddex.com and get that 10% off, use code NERDING10, NERDING10, and get that 10% off your Poddex. And that goes for merch, so coffee cups, hats, t-shirts. They even have extra husky because I'm extra husky. So uh, they even have those. So if you want those, come get some. We have shirts too, by the way. So shout out if you want some shirts. By the way, shout out to Thirst Consignment. So we have some shirts that are we're going to have up in um, Oregon at Anna Medford. Thanks to Thirst Consignment. They're hooking us up with some new shirts um, to fill out some of the sizes we're missing, like extra husky, like me. So we will have those up in Annie Medford in Oregon. Let's see. What's up? Oh, what's Darren saying? I have exciting news. Jamez, I will be presenting and doing a free drawing lesson at an art museum in November. So I'll miss one of your streams next month. So that's, I guess that's good and bad news. Thanks for letting us know, Darren. Hey, make sure to, um, actually, I think you shared that, right? In the Nerdington post. If you, if you haven't yet, post it. We'll get some people out there. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come visit you and just do it live. We'll do the show live from your lessons. So you better be ready. You better be ready. All right. I feel like I have some dubby. Normally it's Philippe going crazy with lots of energy today it's me so shout out to dubby dubby is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus concentrate react with no jitters no crash dubby contains no maltodextrins and sugars no fillers artificial flavors or dyes it's it's pretty good there's like six different flavors i don't know all the flavors philippe has them he doesn't share with them actually he does share he doesn't share with me he shares with everybody at the various cons that we go to like heroes fest he was handing it out left and right and people were loving it so hopefully all you heroes fest attendees down in fresno no, jumped on some of that dubby and you use code nerding10 nerding10 at w.gg to get that 10% off that dubby yay yay oh look Raider Ray in the house what up Raider Ray jumping in how about that win Raider Ray that's what I'm talking about yeah young Phil yesterday went to the Niner game uh uh we're not talking Niners we're talking Raider win right divisional win against against one of our long rivals the Denver Broncos shout out to the Raiders that's what I'm talking about Devontae Adams Josh Jacobs amazing and enough of the sports ball talk i'm just kidding love me some raiders distance learning loves the raiders that's what i'm getting but now now we kind of mentioned it but it's time for the weekend update october 8th this coming weekend grants pass oregon anna medford who's excited i'm excited we were just talking to dave from colossus girl who puts on all these cons that we go to so dave and colossus girl entertainment are putting on anna medford by the hold on hold on daniel flores wants to talk cowboys we are not going to talk cowboys because no we are not talking about cowboys at all i drafted dak prescott in my fantasy football team daniel and look where that got me it got me to a one and three record i'm just kidding i went two and two because i'm pretty good i'm pretty good about uh, my fantasy 
fantasy football. So back to it. Anna Medford, October 8th, this weekend, come hang out with us. Grants Pass, Oregon, same place we had Metal Art Comic Con. So if you were at Metal Art Comic Con, you know, like Nancy Joe, who we met over there, come back. We're going to be hanging out all day long. So let's talk Anna Medford. It's South Oregon's only anime convention. Tons of vendors, tons of artists. Again, I was just talking to Dave and we were getting super excited. We're going to interview Nazia Chandri, who's a voice actress uh, who was in um, Attack on Titan. We're going to do we're going to do this new double interview. This is going to be awesome with Greg Griffin and Olivia Hack, some big time voice actor players. They're both they've both been in um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. So it's a little bit of a reunion, but they've both been in Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, my gosh. We were just talking to Dave, like if we're going to interview both of these ladies, both of these actors at the same time, we may need more than an hour. And he's like, you know what? I think you're right. I think we may need more. So we'll see. We'll see. Cam chiming in. Did Phil get injured at the game yesterday? I think he did. Maybe. Hey, maybe somebody's a little uh, hungover. So I got to I gotta give me the ball. I got to run, right? Because that's what the Raiders do. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. We're not like the Niners. We don't whine. We don't make excuses. We just show up. Just win, baby. So back to it. Anna Medford coming right up this weekend, Saturday, Grants Pass, Oregon. If you need any from, any more information, um, any-medford.com. You know, the, who, who did I see that was going to be there? Oh, by the way, if you're a cosplayer, this is a big cosplay event. Super interactive. You don't get, just get to come and hang out and cosplay while you're there at, at Anna Medford. There's going to be, I think, three different panels all about cosplay. So there's going to be some Q&A, some um, diversity and inclusion in cosplay. There's going to be anime trivia. That's all about um, cosplaying as well. On top of that, then there's the cosplay contest at the end of the day. So tons of cosplay happening, tons of anime happening. Ooh, we got to do trivia. That's right. We're going to do some special tr anime trivia, a special Halloween anime trivia panel. That is going to be awesome. So don't forget, October 8th, Annie Medford, Annie-Medford.com. Come hang out with us. It's going to be great. You know, maybe maybe Phil won't be hungover by then. We'll see. We'll see. Darren's chiming in. Post pics and video of the show in Oregon. We're going to post post pics and video of a drunk young Phil running around. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Oh, Darren also said, I saw Phil post Niner games at Levi's Stadium. Go Niners. No, I'm going to take that down. I'm going to take that down right now because that's not how we play it here on the Silver and Black Show. <laughs> I love it when Phil's gone because I can just take over, talk some smack. All good. It's all good. Okay, jam through the intro. Let's get to it. We got a ton of news happening. I'm going to see. Can I share the screen? I think I can share the screen. I don't know. We're playing it by ear. We're going to see what happens. Young Phil running around. Who knows where that guy is? Hold on. Present. Present screen. I'm going to present the screen. Chrome tab. We got the download. So don't forget. Don't forget. If you're on Facebook, if you're watching on Facebook, awesome. Thank you so much. If you're if you're watching on YouTube or watching on Twitch, don't forget, hit that subscribe. But if you're watching on Facebook, don't forget, follow us um, at Distance Nerding, but also our, our group, Nerdington Post, the Distance Nerdington Post. It's our little Facebook group. We get to talk about trailers and rumors and news that's coming out. Everything nerdy, it's there for you. Cool. Dan, we're, you're jumping all over the place, Daniel. You're all over the place. Hey, look at Dan. Want to talk some Raider talk? Hey, are you a Raider fan? win one game and all of a sudden you act like you're at the Super Bowl look who's talking now look who's talking where's your where's your rookie quarterback Daniel don't talk don't come at me with your 49er crap anyway let's get back to it I'm gonna hide all the 49er chatter since we don't need them let's get back oh Cam chiming in shout out to Cam since I will be a special guest at Gem State that's right Cam always showing up thank you sir we appreciate it so Gem State is Boise Idaho's like premier comic-con that we hosted this year we met young Cam over there so shout out to 
cam. It's awesome. Let's get into the news. Daniel. Daniel. Cooper Rush isn't a rookie. 0.5 year vet. Eh, eh, sure. I will give it up for you, Dan, because Debo Samuel, that dude is amazing. I wanted to draft him Draft him on my team. He's amazing. I love the way they utilize Debo Samuel. He's, he's awesome. Anyway, let's get back to it because I need some banners up because Phil's not here. We're going to do some download live. We're going to see if I can present this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, unfortunately, we're going to start off on a little bit of bad news. Ouch. Ouch. Sad news. We're taking one last ride on a fantastic voyage. Coolio, best known for his Grammy-winning single, Gangster's Paradise, from 1995, has passed away. Oh, so sad. So sad. So, according to TMZ, Coolio was visiting a friend's home and was found unconscious on the bathroom floor. So, I guess when EMTs arrived and all that, and, you know, they called 911, I guess uh, he was pronounced dead on the scene. No official cause of death, but uh, EMTs are saying that he probably suffered uh, some kind of cardiac arrest, so some kind of heart attack that happened. Super sad. Very. Oh, are you jumping in here? Oh. I'm jumping in here, man. Oh, look, he just shows up. We were just talking about... Um, about coolio we did the intro yeah you know, we were congratulating you on on the niners and whatnot so we're gonna keep going here hey do me a favor pull up the um uh uh, uh download screen on keynote and we'll switch it to yours okay i can do that uh now, we'll, we'll get doing that in, in a second, but we were just talking about Coolio. Okay, did, we, uh, we, you obviously did shout outs and everything already, right? Dude, handled it, pro. We're yeah. professional up in here, right? Exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we're not, just, we're not, the, we're not the, chaos. There's, there's a different shout out I wanted to throw in there. Uh, so I don't know if they're watching right now or not, but shout out to my new Canadian friends, Jordan and Florencia. Uh, we just met them at the game last night. They came all the way from from Canada to uh, to 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 go to that Niner game. Wow, that's a long way to go to be for. Rams fan, but you know, good for them. Uh, good for yeah, them. they went they, they all the way to watch the Niners beat the crap out of the Rams, which is what they did. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, it wasn't like, like, like and, and you know, I'm, I'm jumping into this right now, but it wasn't just a defeat. They, they, the Rams got they, they got beaten. That, that was like a, a, a beat down. Yes, yes, sure it was. The defending champions got beaten by the Niners. Like shows with, you how far people have fallen with with an ugly stick. It was bad. Nancy. J Joe, we'll see you Saturday. Super excited. Come hang out with us. We were, we were just talking about you in the, uh, we were doing the intro for Anna Medford. So super excited. We'll see you on Saturday. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So I'm bringing my screen in right now. Just give me a moment. Oh, you're, we're still buying time for you. So I'll talk about Coolio. So. <clears throat> Everybody remembers Coolio, right? Fantastic Voyage, Gangster's Paradise. Come on. He was a staple of like 90s hip hop. So check this out. He, I didn't even think about it, but like Coolio began recording music in the late 80s. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, that, that is weird. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Recording in 80s. Released his first album in 94. And then 95 was Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, so man. Like, oh, he, was, he was around for a minute, man. Like Coolio did his thing. You know, and it's again, it's sad. He was only 59, man. Yeah. Yeah. So his first album, 94. Uh, takes a thief it went platinum gangsters paradise went triple platinum so he sold a ton of records a ton of records um i think he had eight total studio recordings right but then he was also in a ton of movies like um <laughs> he was in all those like weird like 90s um i don't i don't want to say straight 
to rental, but like Leprechaun in the Hood, Dracula 3000. I don't know if those went straight yeah. to uh, and Leprechaun in the Hood. I don't know if those went straight to like Blockbuster or whatever, but I remember those movies. I'm like, what is this? There once was a man from Akash. Yeah, exactly. Balls that were made of fine brass in stormy weather. His balls clanked together and sparks flew out of his ass. But he was also in Marvel and DC adaptions. So he had small roles in Batman and Robin and the original Daredevil movie. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that's he's like one of those one dudes that cross over into Marvel and DC feature films. So shout out to Coolio for that. Are you up yet? Can I switch it? Yeah, no, it's, it's on me now. So we're ready to go. Oh. Switch it. oh, you. Okay. Sorry, my bad. I thought it was still on me. You, me, you, me, you, me, me. No, are we going next all right there we go boom look at you go let me turn let me take mine down then <laughs> sorry just had to reposition some uh oh jennifer athian <laughs> jen's in the chat she said yeah i'm pretty sure this went straight to blockbuster video <laughs> exactly right this is straight to blockbuster but hey you know hey that those are movies those are still movies all right uh so coolio was only 59 years old when he passed so shout oh, out to coolio young man. i know I, we need 40s we need 40s right now so we can pour some out for coolio uh i'll, I'll get on that okay so so speaking of Fantastic Voyage, or maybe a five-year mission, a little over a year ago, Paramount Pictures officially, officially announced Star Trek IV was in development with Matt Shackman. Matt Shankman? Shackman, thank you very Shankman. much. I'm going to shank you. So remember- Did you threaten me with a good time? Was, was this a Paramount Plus day or something like that? Where they announced uh, like, yeah. we're, we're they, making- they on, on Paramount Plus day. Yeah, I think it was called Paramount Plus day, where they were like, we're making Star Trek IV, we're bringing the whole cast back, we're bringing Chris Pine and, and Zachary Quinto, Zoe Saldana, Carl Urban, John Cho, Simon Pegg. Everybody's coming back. J.J. Abrams is going to be producing it. It's going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. And then like Chris Pine and everybody was like, I, I haven't we're making a fourth one? Nobody told me. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> The whole cast was just like, I haven't signed anything. So, Nobody's so, showing me a script. Like fun fact about the new uh, Star Trek movie, it's because uh, uh, Captain Kirk's not in it. <laughs> hey, what? That's why Chris Pine is like, I didn't sign anything. Well, yeah, oh, because yeah. Captain Kirk's not in it. Well, <laughs> well he's definitely not now so i mean since then it's been like nobody has signed anything there officially there's no script written yet uh since then shackman has left the project for fantastic four he's like paramount whatever you're doing you're doing it wrong i'm gonna go back to feige my boy feige and go do fantastic four so now the film has officially been removed from paramount's release schedule so they're just like my bad let's pull it out <laughs> what is paramount doing don't know man a big huge release and then all of a sudden they're like yeah we're not we're not doing it anymore my bad my bad so uh the film was supposed to hit theaters december 2023 so a little over a year away um i guess the new star trek movie is parked in space dock limbo and has officially been removed from the schedule until they say well, they're gonna bring the cast back again yeah it, i mean anybody. and and it might just be because you know uh, everybody that's on this cast is is pretty big they're they're all involved in all kinds of different uh, projects and whatnot so i mean they probably you know couldn't get some of those people there and probably just wasn't ready to do it you know what i mean like chris pine is in all kinds of stuff right now zachary kinto uh i think he's on he's on a tv show right now zoe saldana obviously is all over marvel carl urban is in all kinds of different nerd things including the boys john right. show is in all kinds of stuff simon Pegg is i mean he was already big before he came in but i mean like you know like you look at 
like a lot of these these actors that play the main cast in Trek, and it's like they're probably all having some pretty major schedule conflicts. Exactly. And that's not even to say like the villain, like maybe they bring Benedict Cumberbatch back as Khan. Do you do think they would bring Khan back though? Like, do you do you see a story where it would make sense for them to bring Khan back? I mean, they could, but this just getting what I was gonna say as you were talking about that, getting those big names back now would be like a logistic nightmare to yeah. get this movie filmed. It's like maybe we can film this in like 2029 once everybody's schedule's free. But no, how no way they were gonna do it in like a year. How would you feel about them fighting time traveling Borg? Now, I think that would be a little bit of a reach. Because I mean, if if you really look into the background of the story of the original, the not the original, but the first Star Trek movie of, of this series, um, that's actually one of the um the 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 background things is that those um what were they? The the planet that they're from, they're like the opposite of the uh, um of the Vulcans. Um Kling, not Klingons, Romulans. The Romulans. Um the uh the the captain of the Romulan ship, um, that ship was Borg enhanced, uh, and that's why it was able to 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 open the wormhole and go into uh the past. There's a there's a whole comic book about it. It's crazy. Mm, interesting. I haven't watched that in a while. I, I like those movies. Like if they did come back and do Star Trek films and you know the Chris Pine version or whatever it is, I'm down. Yeah. I like those movies. I thought I like- they were action. Give me all the lens flares you yeah, got. Right? I'll take it. I'll take I like, it. I like Chris Pine as, as Captain Kirk. I think he does a really good Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Can you do I a good know. Captain Kirk? No, you're the, you do the good Captain Kirk. I kind of want to hear your Captain Kirk. <laughs> I can't do Kirk, man. I, I kind of want to hear your Captain uh, Kirk. And I, I was going to say Carl Urban is Bones is like master. But I mean, hey, you're, nine, you're Niners one. You're at the top of the division. You beat the Super Bowl champs. The least you could do is a Captain Kirk impression. <laughs> the least. I'm the least. trying to think of like overacting and what do I say? Just, How about you just do it and not think about it? Fantastic voyage. Yeah, I can't do Kirk. I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't have a good Kirk. Yeah. Speaking of boldly going where no one has gone before, young Phil. <laughs> I, I know, right? Boldly going to Captain Kirk to Star Trek. But okay, speaking of boldly going where no one has gone before, film technology. This this story is weird. Film technology has come a long way. Bruce Willis has retired from acting, but it looks like we won't see the last of the actor. The star has become the first Hollywood actor to sell his rights to a digital twin of himself to be created for TV and film. Okay, now that is a strange thing to do, but so I this is like where he's going with this. But I mean, they're doing it anyway. This is it's using deep fake technology. Like think about what they're doing with like um. Well, he was in Looper and they de-aged him. Think about that. Think about Mark Hamill in in The Mandalorian. It's yeah. all this deep fake technology that's getting better and better and better. And it's like, well, if Hollywood doesn't jump on it, somebody else will, right? Will Smith did it too, right? For for that one movie. Oh, Gemini, uh, Gemini. 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 Yeah. So I mean, Bruce Willis has already done this in Looper, and then he was in like a uh, Russian commercial, like <laughs> phone commercial or something like that, where they like de-aged him. And um, that's weird. Just... But he was he wasn't in it. There was a body double. He did the voice. And they put his face on this actor's body, whatever face, kind of like uh, Princess Leia. It was that it was one of those things. So he's already done that. He's already experienced that technology. So he's supposed to be the first person to like sign over the rights. Right. Since this story came out. Shout out think- to Amy Rivas, by the way. Just she just hopped in chat and said, what's up? And so who did who me? You, Amy, me? Amy, oh, Amy. And Mezzo. What's up, Mezzo? Mezzo just- and, and I agree with me, Mezzo. That, that feels really weird, right? Right. But this is the thing. So since the story came out and they were talking about it, like the company that is putting it out is called Deep Cake. Oh, God. So they're the ones that worked with him on this like Russian commercial stuff. So right now, right now, spokespeople for Bruce Willis are saying that, no, he hasn't signed over rights to his likeness. 
likeness. So the company Deep Cake said, okay, yes, the wording with that press release or whatever it was is incorrect. Bruce um, couldn't sell anyone any rights. They're his rights by default. So obviously it's just the terms got wrong, but really he's like licensing his likeness. That makes yeah. sense. He, he's allowing this company to use his image. Yes. Just think about this though. Couple that with say what they're doing with like uh, James Earl Jones. Got and, the, the voice. Yeah. The, 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 the digital voice thing that they're doing with James Earl Jones. Yeah. Barely need an actor. Like you give this five years, the technology of like deep faking somebody's face and I don't know, deep faking somebody's voice. Dude. Yeah. that That's going to be insane because I mean, at that point, James Earl Jones's legacy is just going to continue to live on. I know. Like I'm okay with the voice. I'm okay with the, the de-aging thing. The whole like signing of your rights and you don't need to be a part of it. I don't know. That just feels a little weird to me, but right. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's keep going. Um, Speaking of selling their souls. So Warner Brothers has been in the headlines for a wide array of, of reasons in recent months. Um, some good, some bad. So as the company tries to cut down $55 million of debt, I think it's billion. I think they got that wrong. $55 billion in debt um, by canceling projects and, and not going forward with certain projects. Um, is that the situation that Warner's in? Is that they're just like super behind in debt? I, well, it's the merger. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we got all this debt from Discovery and from Warner Brothers. What do we need oh. to do? We got to turn a profit so it looks good. So yeah, let me rewind because like last week or the week before we were talking about potentially Warner Brothers Discovery, this new company getting sold to NBC Universal or Comcast, I should say, um, in a couple years once they're out of certain certain contracts, right? So that's that's what this new story is about is that CEO David Zaslav said, mm -hmm. we are not looking to get sold to NBC Universal. Warner Brothers Discovery, you know, we're cutting some costs, but yes, um, we're going to be a standalone and look for the future. We are not for sale. Interesting. That's what he says now. <laughs> right. And that's, I mean, it could be that he's throwing them off the trail. It could be just somebody, somebody like in, in an executive at Warner Brothers, like leaked out and said, Oh, you know how we fix this? If we just merged with NBC Universal and, and somebody like took that as we're merging with NBC Universal. I mean, that's how it's kind of how like rumors in Hollywood start. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, man. It, it something came out of somewhere that, Hey, they should just sell the NBC Universal. Mm -hmm. We'll see. And doing drastic things like what it the company canceled um batgirl that was huge because they that was like 90 million dollars film mm. and the whole thing with that it cost 90 million dollars right. um if they released it in any capacity they would be on the hook but they got a tax write-off for that 90 million dollars that oh it's an unfinished project um we get a tax write-off that's such trash that's so sad for the people <laughs> that worked on that film um they it's also scrapped economy they're giving them back 90 million dollars yeah like, right that's kind of garbage man exactly exactly it's you know i mean i'm sure they paid the people but it's also like they worked hard to get do this project and now it's it's literally never going to see the light of day right like if they if they did it in like five years they'd have to pay that money back and technically tax evasion so they also canceled what uh scooby the holiday haunt like the holiday haunt scoob oh scoob right we're holiday run. How, <laughs> how different is your shaggy versus morty uh it, it's it's in the same wheelhouse right because like shaggy is very like in there so it's like like what's going on scoob right and then and it's kind of like breaking the, the the voice but then morty's like oh i don't i don't know geez rick i i i don't know what's going on <laughs> oh, i should make you do that more so, so yeah like it's it's like the the difference is i mean uh uh shaggy's voice is a little lighter right so like i go a little bit deeper for morty right so oh, i don't know rick right but then uh, yeah. uh i got you shaggy. like what's going on scoob shaggy is more carefree and like not aware of what's happening and morty is like worried 
exactly. Like Morty is very worried and just kind of stressed he's out. Awkward. He's very stressed, but like he's he's just really awkward, and that's the way. Like that's why he sounds the way he does. Very unsure of himself all the uh -huh. time. Kind of like Dave Zaslav, just unsure of himself exactly. and worried. There's no no confidence in in the, the, <laughs> the studio. Being fifty five billion dollars in debt with a brand new company. Right. Funny enough, oh, geez. both of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Okay, if that wasn't weird news, I got more strange news for you. So this one I did not see coming. Danny Boyle, you know who did train spotting and slug right. millionaire is set to direct a dance adaption of the wachowski film the matrix oh, oh okay hold on yeah i'm on. confused about this uh yeah. a, please be confused a dance adaptation tell me like is this a stage show is this something that's going to be on a, a, a network like that okay I, I need you to give me more man that's that's very very weird uh yeah, I, the headline goes it's so weird so the project is titled free your mind makes sense matrix and the production is this described as a large-scale immersive performance. The Warner Brothers Theater Ventures licensed project is set to debut next October at Factory International, a new arts venue in Manchester, UK. So yes, it is a stage performance. Okay. So it's on. Now, even more, you know, it's like it's, it's going to be like a dance slash musical of The Matrix. That's going to be weird. Yeah, it is going to be weird. But I do have a free your mind and the rest will follow opsis. Free your mind and the rest will follow opsis. Synopsis. Combining the hip-hop choreography of hundreds of dancers with the latest immersive for your mind will take audiences on a thrilling journey through the Matrix and into the new realm of possibilities. This eye-opening product production will stretch across the building's ultra-flexible spaces, responding to them and harnessing the collective energy of the moment. Okay, I'm, I'm even more confused now. <laughs> it's a hip-hop show? It's a hip-hop show. Come on, man. The Matrix yeah. was so industrial. It's not even funny, and they're making it a hip hop show. You have to. They I, like, made I, Hamilton I would, a hip hop would, show. But see, for the Matrix, it, it makes sense to do a industrial uh, interpretive dance kind of thing because the right. entire movie is cyberpunk industrial and in, 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 with an industrial background. Like if you guys know what industrial music is, hip hop does not fit that mold, so it's going to be even weirder. I would have also taken a, an Oklahoma feel, but maybe not. But we'll see. <laughs> Megadoon. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> I know kung fu. Oh, so Danny Boyle has worked on various types of projects over the years, including films and the London Olympics. So the 2012 Olympic Games, I guess the the opening presentation he did that, I guess. But this is the first time he's directed a stage <laughs> dance performance. Oh shit! So it's so weird. So Medley weird. Said, is it going to be contemporary ballet? <laughs> it could be. Could be a bit of everything everything right so no date when we will exit stage left into the matrix free your mind free your mind i know right oh marissa chimed in contemporary ballet That's i, what I said. get it i yeah i thought you were being funny but really she was being funny yeah i said mezzo said it's it's contemporary ballet i didn't hear the mezzo part okay keep going speaking of reboots coming back from the dead amc loves their dead guy shows walking dead who did there see i see what you did. did amc's series adaption of Anne rice's interview with a vampire the network has already renewed the series for season two. Crazy. All right. Sure. Okay. So I, I didn't even know season one had already come out. I know. That's the thing. It just
just came out just came out like two days ago oh but, damn so they already renewed it yeah. um do you and, and i'm sure you do knowing you but i mean do you have numbers on or have they reported numbers on they have it, no it like came out two days ago like well that's what i'm saying like on the first episode because a lot of oh, times no, I, report I on the i first don't have anything and say no, hey, this we're, this you know that this is the amount of reception that it had on the first episode kind of thing right right no i don't have anything carl do you have the numbers carl carl <laughs> I am excited for uh, Walking Dead to come back. Is that weird? Uh, is that I, weird I lost excitement for The Walking Dead like four seasons ago. And, but and this is this ago. is this is rewinding. This is even interview with a vampire. We're talking dead, dead. We're talking long time dead. Yeah. So okay. Uh, late Ann Rice and her son Christopher Rice are executive producing with Mark Johnson from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Um, producing the first season of the series will consist of eight episodes. And Interview with a Vampire is out. Looking for blood now. Now so it's looking for blood I, I i see what you did there. now it's it's out right now look blood <laughs> they're vampires they're looking for blood they're they're, they're looking there's that but also the series is out right now yeah because they're up oh, it's now it's now now do it come on do it now <laughs> on to apple tv news <laughs> lisa kudrow smelly cat smelly cat why are, i don't remember the song why are you so smelly i don't know i don't think it was smelly it was another it was she said something else okay you think about it you google and I'll keep going. Somebody's going to chime in in the chat. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow is set to star in Taika Waititi's series adaption of Time Bandits. Interesting. That was a, okay, that was a Terry Gilliam show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I love this movie back in the day. Time Bandits? Such an adventure. Such an adventure. So the series is set up at Apple TV and Waititi is co-writing, directing, and executive producing. Dude, Taika can do anything right now. People are just throwing money at him. Like, whatever you want to do, we're going to do it. We're going to pay for it. We're going to give you writing credits, directing credits executive producing credits you can star in it if you want to he's doing yeah. everything just action comedy is is his forte right now yeah. and it's like it's a trip because like he did like a dramatic comedy and it was gangbusters man mm-hmm. You know, Marvel, Star Wars, his own films. Um, what is it? Uh, Reservation Dogs on um, is that Hulu? I think it's uh, Hulu. Uh, no, it's on FX. On FX, dude, they're throwing money at him. Left or- Star Wars, they're giving him a Star Wars movie. Anything, anything Tech- he wants. Tech- Tech- he cannot do anything wrong right now. Yeah. Like everything he does is amazing. So I have a. Uh, let's see. The show is described as a comedic journey through the time and space with a ragtag group of thieves and their newest recruit, an eleven-year-old history nerd. Okay, this is all up my alley. Cannot wait for this. <laughs> this point did you did you, have you seen the original movie like from the yeah, 80s or something like that familiar dude it's so fun it's I, so I, fun I you, if i bet you if i looked at it you know it, i i would I, I would recognize it as well yeah totally it's it's one of those weird quirky sci-fi fantasy movies in the vein of like willow or um never-ending story it's super odd but i do have an original filmopsis an original filmopsis synopsis the original Time Bandits film follows the time-traveling v- adventures of an 11-year-old boy named Kevin who one night stumbles on a six some stumbles on to six dwarves that was hard to say who emerge from his closet. They are the former workers of the supreme being who have stolen a map that charts all the holes in the space-time fabric, using it to hop from one historical era to the next in order to steal riches. Throughout the movie, they meet various historical and fictional characters, including Napoleon Bonaparte, Robin Hood, while 
while the supreme being simultaneously tries to catch up with them and retrieve the map dude it's a fun movie it's fun yeah movie. it seems fun man I'm, I'm probably gonna have to go back and, and watch it i'm sure it's streaming somewhere mm -hmm. and that's then... actually you know i should look that up somebody look that up who has google somebody google it so we have no date when time bandits will be time jumping oh it's on uh, hbo max right now onto apple tv plus oh is it it's on hbo max right now i'm gonna add that to my little list i may yeah. have to watch that tonight 1981 i know right old old movie that's what i'm saying 40 uh, 40 uh, years <gasps> oh dude sean connery john cleese michael yeah. Payton, craig warnock tiny ross uh david warner yeah dude right? a, a lot of uh a, what's crazy is like because terry gilliam is is you know is the one that that directed it so i figured there was going to be um just hearing that name i'm like it's this, this is going to be uh um uh, like uh um monty python guys are probably going to be in this and then immediately i open it up and john cleese and john and, and michael palin are in it so i'm like right oh, oh dude this, right. this this totally is going to be uh uh like, i don't think i've seen this i probably may go watch this but i mean like yeah you're kind of an asshole for having haven't seen haven't watched it yet i you know? know i know, I know. But, I, <laughs> but i mean like this is totally a uh, monty python style thing uh, is is it slapstick like monty python uh no, no. it's not it's, okay. it's a movie yeah but i mean so is monty python the holy grail no it's it's a little um it's kind of the kid on the adventure that you I mean you're kind of watching it through the kid's eyes okay but it's fun it's a fun movie okay let's keep going more apple tv news the comedy series mythic quest is officially back for season three on apple tv plus cannot wait man uh mythic quest is such a great show uh and, and i mean shout outs to to both of course you and ray de leon uh for getting me on this show just like you guys got me on uh ted lasso and smigadoon smigadoon was all you dude that, that no, but he watched it too he said it he said it but i'm saying you're 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 definitely the one that got me on that show so i mean i i completely love that show and now time bandits so yeah and schmigadoon is um schmigadoon's getting a season two yeah i don't know when that's coming out but yes no. it is so series uh this mythic quest is from rob mcelhenny mm -hmm. charlie day and megan gons why has charlie day not been in this show I've, I've i just noticed that too like i didn't realize charlie day was a producer on this and it's like yeah. why has charlie day not been like at least a cameo character in this i know he's so funny but i mean good for rob because i really like rob too but you know okay so uh mythic quest follows the lives of a video game developers as they try valiantly valiantly to make promote and fix video games with the horrors of life constantly getting in the way in total mythic quest season three will have 10 episodes i i binged like the first the first season in like two days dude i'm super excited for this yeah man. so uh mythic quest will premiere with two episodes november 11th same day as uh black panther by the way a lot to watch that day yeah absolutely and then after that an, a single episode will come out each week until like january or something like that so two episodes and then weekly okay we have to like get that all cleared up because everybody keeps coming out with weird schedules yeah and I, i'm okay with that because again mythic quest is a good show uh i, I i'm definitely gonna this is gonna be one of, one of my weeklies yeah gonna be cool gonna be cool okay let's keep going so much news all over the place so amazon news you know we don't have finally we, finally everything john krasinski is like finally no but i mean like finally for this right because what season season two came out 2020 i think well this is a three-year hiatus so we're talking about jack ryan the show jack yeah, ryan right so it's been three years since it since season two came out so amazon prime uh jack ryan based on the tom glancy series um is coming out let me see john krasinski starring in the series debuted its second season on prime video in 2019 um and we've been waiting and now we're getting season three in december on the 21st hmm. All right, all right. Oh, there you go. 38 months after the release of the second season. Wow. Krasinski will be coming back. 
for all eight episodes of season three. And, and I mean, you know, he, he he's probably had a crap ton of work, you know, in between all this time and everything like that. I mean, you think about like John Krasinski, uh, he, he had Quiet Place 2. He had uh, uh, Doctor Strange. You know, he's been doing all kinds of like side projects and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, he probably just didn't have the time to go and film season three of Jack Ryan. Uh, or maybe they just didn't have the writers at the time. But it's like, yeah, man, like he he, he is an awesome Jack Ryan. I thought Chris Pine, Chris Pine did a good job in the reboot that they did. But then when they did John Krasinski as Jack Ryan, it just, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's a really good Jack Ryan. Didn't um Chris, Chris Pratt just came out with like another pseudo series like that. I forgot what it was called. But it's another one of those like kind of mystery thriller boots on the ground type, you know, espionage things. I don't want to check that one out. But yeah, I want to watch Jack Ryan. I also want Reacher back. Give me more Reacher. I, I still, you know what? That's another show that I haven't started watching yet. That's on my list of things that I need to watch like soon. And I keep forgetting because like, when I go to Amazon, I'm like, okay, what shows do I need to watch on here? And then mm-hmm. I get distracted and then I go to Hulu or I go to Netflix. Or right. Like that. Do they have an, actually, this is actually a real question. Like, do they have some kind of app or um, way to like list all the shows that you want to watch? And then it's kind of like your, your own TV guide. Does TV guide do that? I don't know. That's a good question, man. You know what I mean? Like we need some app that aggregates things that like, hey, this is coming out. That's coming out. Right. And then you just hit like add to watch list that sort of thing and yeah. blah 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 uh that's that's called the uh distance nerding don't cross the streams app i know right we, we, there we, you go don't cross the streams app somebody build it before the end of this stream yeah so we, we need to advertise it speaking of something to add to your uh don't cross the streams list onto some peacock news nbc universal yes in the news, has officially ordered a community feature film that will be the definitive end to the franchise <laughs> I love Community. I love this show. Dude, Dan Harmon. Uh, I, I mean, we were talking about Rick and Morty earlier, right? So like Dan mm-hmm. Harmon mm-hmm. being somebody who essentially brought this show together. You have uh, Joel McHale is in this. Allison Brie, Danny, uh, Danny Pudi, Jillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, Kim Jong. Uh, do we know if Donald Glover is coming back? For this? So Donald Glover, Yvette, Nicole Brown, and Chevy Chase are not coming back. Uh, as of right now. As of right now, they're not coming back. Yeah. I'm, I'm like Yvette Nicole Brown is in all kinds of stuff right now. So I can understand right. her not coming back. Uh, Donald Glover saddens me. Chevy Chase, I know there was a lot about uh, a lot of people not getting along with Chevy Chase on. on yeah, something he's kind of getting canceled. Yeah, but I love it. Look, Jennifer, can't I know, wait. And I, I know uh, Dan Harmon uh, had said that uh, he he oh, he had a lot of problems with Chevy Chase. Mm. You know, and it's like when you're when you're having issues with uh, the the show's creator and and, right. and all that. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I love this show. This show is awesome. I can't wait for it to come back. So Harmon and Andrew Guest will write and executive produce. Well, Mikhail, uh, Russ Krasnoff and Gary Foster will executive produce. Oh, okay. So Harmon and Guest will executive produce and write. And then Mikhail and everybody else is going to produce it, which means they're just going to get paid double. They get two checks. That's awesome. Right. Good for you. Um, and this is going to be coming from Sony Pictures Television and Universal Television. That's interesting. That, that, that's, a, that's a nice team, team up right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Speaking of money. Yeah, Darren, I, I see you your comment here he said jack ryan season three can't be good uh he hasn't seen any of the episodes what we were saying is it hasn't released yet man it's not releasing until december mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then he's saying the uh the, he, he always says this when we talk about peacock about, about how weird it is the the name peacock the name peacock you gotta be an adult when you say peacock you can't just talk about the cock and be like okay <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter you know Pe- peacock man it's because their symbol looks like a peacock tail so that's why they call it peacock yeah we can talk about 
about P, we can talk about cock. But not together. But about, yeah. But when we talk about peacock, it's fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Community. Back to community. No date when the new school year begins for community. Okay. But did you die? <laughs> Such a good show. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. In Akmel Akwell with a little layman twist news. Oh, we just God. talked about we just talked we about Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, we just talked about it last week. Yeah, with Fred, with Double G, with Gotham Guy. Check this out. Kevin Bacon has signed on to join Eddie Murphy in the sequel, Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley, which is headed to Netflix. Apparently, he's gotta be the villain. He's gotta be the villain. Uh either that or they're doing a complete mashup and he's going to another town to teach a bunch of people with sticks up their asses how mm -hmm. to how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what if they make him dance? Oh my god! If oh, they dude. made him dance. If, you, so if, if there is an Easter egg of Kevin Bacon dancing, uh, yeah. that will be the most meta thing that I've ever seen. Oh my god! Do. That'd be great. And then, I, and then yeah. Axel Foley be like, "What are you doing?" You know, like, "Oh, dancing." That also can confirm that Dirty Dancing and uh, and Beverly Hills Cop are in the same universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> All right. The fan. The franchise moved from Paramount to Netflix in the winter of 2019 and follows the adventures of. D Detroit cop Axel Foley who first appeared in the 1984 hit film. So that's what we were talking about last week. Like why is this on Netflix? 2019 right? Right when the pandemic's hitting right? Paramount's like we need money. Somebody take these rights you know so they sold it to Netflix and that's when Netflix was honestly they were like we need content. We yeah. need IP we give us things so good for them good for us actually. Yeah I mean like the show was probably at a point where it was like okay well we don't know what we're gonna do with this. We can't afford to make it ourselves netflix probably picked it up but then like it was right like they, they said they picked it up in 2019 right so like yeah they, they when they picked it up in 2019 it was probably like right when covid happened and they just mm -hmm. put it on, on, on old until recently yeah winter of 2019 so they're like right in the pandemic oh they're right when the pandemic was starting. yeah they're like um yeah let's uh let's start making some money and sell some stuff so all right all this news you know disney has to jump on this news and it's huge news biggest thing ever i don't know what this is a new I'm disney movie with this character I'm, I'm just gonna throw that out there i know right we're West Coast, right? So a new Disney movie is in the works featuring the character Figment, a small purple dragon who serves as the mascot for Epcot's Imagination Pavilion in Orlando, Florida. So is this California. like is this like Barney's nephew or something? Like <laughs> apparently, a, if, if, if Barney if Barney and Maleficent Maleficent had a had a baby, it'd be this, right? Well, hey there, Maleficent. <laughs> That's a little oh, I love you. You love me, and then Maleficent just like banishes him from existence yeah breathes fire all over him all right <laughs> the feature hails from seth rogan's point gray film with uh pokemon detective pikachu's dan hernandez and benji summit set to write so i'm like okay i think I, it'll be good at this point because i kind of like detective pikachu detective pikachu is good man like a lot of people argue that sonic is the best uh, uh video game adaptation movie uh -huh. uh, i would argue that detective pikachu is pretty up there yeah yeah totally i totally agree and you know seth rogan he's he's high a lot but he has a good nose for for um projects like he he's part of the boys he's an, an executive producer on the boys like he the was boys also, he was also part of preacher yeah exactly it, it wouldn't have happened without seth rogan and yeah. his backing so i don't know we'll we'll see so uh some backstory for us west coasters figment was created by walt disney imagineers tony baxter and steve kirk among other collaborator collaborators in 1983 the same year um he made his 
debut on the Epcot ride Journey into Imagination. Figment is the embodiment of imagining process. A figment of your imagination. Oh, womp a- womp. On the nose. Um, I guess he has a devoted fan base for everybody on the East Coast. I don't know. Today he stars in the latest version of the ride Journey into Imagination with Figment. I guess it's a thing. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I would right. say that whole thing that James just did right now was a figment opsis. Synopsis. <laughs> A figment of your imagination, Opsis. <laughs> the feature will not be Fig- Figment's first time on the big screen, however. He made a cameo appearance in 2015's Inside Out and 2019 Toy Story 4. I don't remember him. Uh, but I mean, the character looks familiar. So, I mean, like, it's not like, like, he doesn't look like something that's like, oh, yeah, I know this character right off bat, but he looks like someone I've seen before. Purple Dragon. you probably seen that Purple Dragon. Oh, yeah. We, hey, you, you go to the those Niner games in the parking lot. You be, you be seeing the Purple Dragon. See the Purple Purple dragon, especially you be seeing some mezcal? purple dragon, especially when you drink some mezcal. You know, just some mezcal, you know, you got that drip. Yeah, you that drip you drip. be seeing that purple dragon. I know you. Yeah. I see you. I see. You. So no date when Figment will come out of your imagination and onto the big screen. Okay, right, let's right, keep right, going. Uh, uh, so Jen just said in Disneyland groups, he's sometimes known as Swamp Dragon. The Swamp Dragon. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, okay. said, you know who needs to have their own movie? Gaston, and I 100% agree with that. I want an origin story about Gaston. Gaston. And how he's the real hero of Beauty and the Beast. He was about to, right? I mean, he's definitely the bad guy, but it's because he's such a narcissist, dude. It's really bad. Who played uh, Oh, Luke Evans. Luke Luke Evans. Evans, Mm -hmm. I think him and Josh Gad were about to do some kind of Gaston series straight to Disney Plus, but I think that got put on the pause. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay, let's keep going. I got uh, some more stories, but let's switch over to MCU because there's always MCU news. Always. I'm excited. So good. MCU is playing with a double-edged sword. So last week, we reported that Marvel's Blade director, Basim Tariq, Mm -hmm. exited the project only a couple months before the film was supposed to start production. There's no official word on why he left the film or what's happening. He's still going to be an executive producer because really it's like as soon as you're attached to the film, you say one thing about it, they have to give you some kind of credits, right? Right, right. right. Now this week, it looks like they're going to do like a major overhaul to it. So Marvel is also looking to get a new writer on board for the project so it looks like they're gonna like redo this whole movie this whole Ooh. film but that's, so that's weird. a big oof right there man yeah so according to the direct moon knight writer bo de mayo has been tapped to reportedly rewrite the original script taking over for stacy oc kufor previous work on the project Ooh, that's yeah, big that's 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 painful a little bit to, to, to this late in the game you know right and, uh yeah, but I mean, like we did, we were talking last week about how Mahershala Ali like was very unhappy with the script, right? And they were saying that there was only two action scenes in the entire script. So I mean, I can see where there can be a little bit of like you know people being upset with that, uh-huh. especially with a character like Blade. Like you know, we've already seen a really well done adaptation of Blade with Wesley Snipes in 1999. So it's just kind of like to, yeah. like to, to to like you know take the action out and take the, the, the and and just kind of take the thunder out of Blade when everybody's excited for Blade to come out like that's just not direction you want to go in yeah and it's all hand-to-hand combat like it's not like big huge explosion-y you know yeah action scenes like make it fun Mm -hmm. so the movie was supposed to be released november 3rd 2023 as of right now that's still the date but we'll see we shall see if the film sees the light of that day i don't think it's gonna do it Eh, eh, guys get it daywalker get it get no you guys yeah nope nobody there's no okay (laughs) no 
All right, fine. And more Marvel shuffling news, true believers. Uh, so I think we, we kind of talked about it. Did we talk about it? Um, Ooh, they're making a movie now? Yeah. So check this out. We're still we're still doing uh, Marvel news, but Warner Brothers is over there whacking DC movies left and right. Marvel is adding movies to their lineup. So Marvel is making a huge train change. Don Cheadle's Armor Wars series is now going to be a movie. I'm yeah. down with this. So it was supposed to be straight to Disney+. Plus. I think this is a sign of the, the movie production companies looking at things and being like, you know, what? we're out of this pandemic. Theaters are coming back. What do we need to do? So this movie was supposed to be, or the series was supposed to be on Disney+. Plus. Now they're making it into a feature film, which means it's going into theaters, right? Not straight to Disney+. Plus. It could also be that they don't feel like they have enough story to do an entire TV show. Good point. Good but point. they also feel like the story is good enough that it can, it can make a lot of money in theaters. Yeah. And it's like something they want. So the report also says the studio was committed to getting the story told the right way and in that process realized that a feature was better suited for the project so like what you're saying right six to eight hours of content versus two and a half dude my nose i just went super nasally damn allergies what just happened to me oh i just your, your allergies are just getting the best of you right now it's not allergy i got like some kind of head cold or something oh no uh as you might expect because of the direct new direction the project will be pushed farther back in development hmm, interesting so yasir lester who was working on the as the head writer on the series will remain the head writer for the film as of right now no director is attached and we don't know what phase of the mcu timeline the movie will pop up in i mean so i just want to see more roadie and like i mentioned before uh i want to see a proper iron patriot come out of this yeah i think we will i wonder if they're going to push it back and we'll get more say uh riri right and that we'll would get... be cool especially now seeing riri in the new black panther trailer right yeah her in the armor she looks so badass in that armor dude i think i think armor wars is going to be the culmination of some things like this and say like thunderbolts you know all all the uh super soldiers serum there it's going to be like there's going to have an armor wars because we need to combat all these superheroes or enhanced beings and and whatnot so i think it's going to all culminate with armor wars to give it like a bigger production value but yeah and and it's like you know again in in order to get the thing that i was saying i wanted uh i mean between now and the time that we have for armor war um we have plenty of time to introduce uh uh um norman osborne you know and and yeah he doesn't necessarily need to start off as a suit as a spider-man villain the way that you know everybody would expect because he technically is an also an avengers character he is iron patriot so i mean it would make sense to have norman osborne be iron patriot in this maybe uh, maybe uh oscorp buys avengers tower you know what i mean and then that, like that would be yeah, kind of cool that's something that like a lot there's been a lot of speculation on who buys uh avengers tower uh it could be oscorp but then again it could be um it could be a uh, king industries so you know and that oh not, yeah yeah that, i mean that, they that, showed that, it in loki right you know but then that would explain why uh king the conqueror uh, uh shows up in this in this kind of like timeline could be could be oh darren's asking me you got the covids no i just got a head cold i do not have the covids i've been there done that no covids here darren also said don cheeto's the new iron man uh no don cheeto is war machine uh the new iron man technically iron heart because she's not a man is uh riri williams who we're gonna get introduced to later on this month next, next, month. next month sorry next in month. a month in black panther oh my gosh are you ready for the next news uh this we're one, almost done we only got a couple more stories but yeah, um, this, this one a- i i was not expecting this when i saw this news pop up the other day so on to some gaming news google stadia is officially shutting down yeah it's it's wow. a trip everything that's going on with this right now like i was not expecting that number one that stadia 
was going to be going down. But on top of that, you know, though, uh, we'll probably get into it here. But like the whole thing about them giving people their money back and uh, because the service yeah. is going. And then now there's like two or three games that are in limbo that are like they're afraid because Stadia and like they were ma- being made as um, exclusive exclusives for Stadia. And now that Stadia is going away, they're one afraid that the game isn't going to come out because of the exclusivity deals. Mm. But two, that they're not going to get paid. Oh, well, I, don't, I mean, it's Google. Google got money. Google got money. But um, I guess reports earlier this year were saying that Google has essentially given up on cloud gaming. And in fact, like back in July, they were like, no, we're not going to shut down, you know, Stadia. Don't worry about it. And then now it's like, nah, we're going to shut down Stadia. But um, let me get into it. So as of January 18th, 2023, Stadia will be completely going away. So that's what, three months? Three months right. away? Yeah. Three and a half months? So that's when players are going to lose access to their game library if you've bought anything from, from Stadia. Um, Google also stated that it's going to issue some refunds for like add-ons, like content add-ons, I guess DLCs, right? Um, through if you purchase stuff through Stadia, which is kind of cool. They don't need to do that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it would suck, like especially like so, like say you're a Destiny player, like I am. Uh-huh. Uh, Beyond Light doesn't come out until February, and pre-orders have been out for like a month. So it's like you know, like if you pre-ordered Beyond Light, well, obviously if they're shutting down January 18th, you're not going to be able to play Beyond Light on Stadia. So mm, I got it, but it does give you a chance to like I, you know move to a different platform if that's the game you want to play right right so we'll see um the good thing with bungie in, in that particular case the good thing with bungie is they allow you to port your your characters over to other consoles mm-hmm. so like all you have to do is just basically save it in uh in in the bungie cloud and then open it up on another console and it'll uh it, it'll transfer your character over well that's kind of cool so google also said that um they're com- they're not done with this technology they still believe in the technology and they said uh we see clear opportunities to apply this technology across other platforms of google like youtube google play and our augmented reality efforts um, as you make it available to our industry partners which aligns with where we see the future of gaming headed so it's really like hey we built something we just don't want to invest more time into it let's have somebody else build it right. <laughs> somebody else do the r d we're done we're done with this right 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 but they also said we will remain deeply committed to gaming and we will continue to invest in new tools technology and platforms that power the success of developers industry partners cloud customers and creators right and i mean they're probably going to still use like their cloud functioning for other for, for other things that are out there i see them doing you know because they're focusing a lot on augmented reality and youtube um i i see them taking that technology and probably doing something interactive in youtube so like if you are mm-hmm. like, say if you're like mess uh, uh mezzo right and she's uh she she plays she does youtube gaming uh mm-hmm. like they make something like you know a little more um interactive where somebody can play a game with your favorite youtube uh youtube uh gamer oh interesting maybe 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 they'll introduce google chat because google chat did super well i use google (laughs) chat for work do you really yeah you're the only person i know that uses google chat you know why because we have an entire google suite for all of our uh back end uh, uh, like like just all the the suites that we use and everything, right, right, right. Uh, which is funny because you would think we use something like um like um what's it called the S Slack Slack. You would think that we would use something like Slack when uh when yeah, I but it, it, it actually makes sense to use like a, a like a, a Google Chat or something because you do have the suite, you have it integrated with all these other Google products, you know, right. Google Drive, Gmail, you Gmail. know, uh, Google Office. Do they call it Office? Word. Uh, it's Google that. Suite, I think, is what it is. Spreadsheets and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense, but that's 
that's super nerdy. Let's keep going. I'm hungry. On to some hungry news. This one's an, an odd one. Super odd, but I'm down. McDonald's is rolling out a new program to create Happy Meals for adults. I Eat saw your- this and I just did not understand what this meant. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I got super... I mean, they're kind of made for me anyway, right? Like, I want I want me a, a Thor action figure or like a some Pokemon cards, but I guess this new adult Happy Meal is featuring nostalgic packaging and toys and it's it's a partner with uh let's see cactus plant giving kids at heart a chance to turn some of the most popular value meals into flea market box which i think is a thing that that they produce a flea market box i need to look into this because this is not the first time i've seen this term Uh like nike has flea market box now and and like like, that's just i don't understand this concept of flea market box i gotta i have to look into this yeah it's it's kind of kind of odd but i guess there's going to be new uh collectors toys or collectibles of grimace the hamburg hamburglar uh birdie and a new mcmascot cactus buddy <laughs> okay sure okay. Uh, do I, we I have like a picture that. up on screen let me see yeah Dude, so weird i i so i like this uh i don't know if we needed cactus buddy they could have done the fry guys yeah but they needed they needed that representation for for cactus plant company you know what i mean okay i know i i'm just trying to make excuses i'm sorry yeah i'm gonna I'm they, an still, asshole. they still should have done the fry guys i'm, I'm just I mean, who doesn't like walking pom-poms? Come on. Exactly. So fans who purchase the cactus plant flea market box at, through the McDonald's app will automatically be entered for a chance to score exclusive merch for every week, including custom cactus plant flea market by McDonald's t-shirts, a Grimace chair, and more merch will also be made available exclusively on cpfmmcdonalds.com. Uh, now it's available now you can go get your chair right now that's really weird uh jennifer i i agree with you the eyes are creepy that they have the double eyes going on right there uh and then steve jordan is in the building ladies and gentlemen hello steve are you still are you still a burning man like did you ever make it home are you still burning the man (laughs) he's definitely still burning the man burning the man he needs he needs an adult happy meal oh jesus all right so what's in a happy meal so let's see we'll be according to the press release mcdonald's and cactus plant here's what you'll find we're serving up um our most popular menu items including big mac with 100 pure beef patties topped with our favorite big mac sauce or perfectly crispy 10 piece chicken nuggets and we're also throwing in world famous fries and a drink for the ultimate meal that sounds like it's still for kids because i know i can eat more than that (laughs) it's a grass like you know meal just in a box that sounds like a a skinny adults box that's like when i go to mcdonald's Uh, you know if they're doing an adult uh uh, happy meal it should have a 20 piece nugget i'm just saying i know right come on like that double meal deal that they have with like 20 piece nugget two fries and uh and two drinks yeah there that's 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 what james that's a meal that's a meal but like in a box yeah yeah exactly i'll be down with that i'll be down with that kind of like taco bell taco bell throws like 17 different things into a box for like a discount price i'm like yes give me that give me the give me the meat and tortilla box give me that right oh hold on uh steve jordan gave me something that i gotta say on screen right here spirit halloween synopsis Synopsis. (laughs) all right (laughs) he said he's just getting home from his second job ah there you go so uh let's see a box 
a boxed meal at McDonald's. Um, we'll have a surprise inside. Open it up to find four collectible figurines made by Cactus Plant Flea Market. So Remus, Hamburger, Birdie, and the new Cactus Buddy um, exclusively within the Cactus Plant Flea Market box. I don't know. I'm not sold. If they if they would have moved everything, say like MCU, into this new box, I'd be super interested. Right. Whatever this weird collaboration is with, with Cactus Plant, like it's a collectible or something, right? Okay, great. But I'm not down with it. Like it the doesn't grab me. The best part of this is that it's going to be it's, it's going to have the same amount of food as a kid's Happy Meal, but it's going to be three times the price. Right. right. <laughs> Why? Because that's how marketing works. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I did have a McDouble, but I took your advice and I took out the, the mustard and ketchup and put in Mac sauce. Mac sauce. It was amazing. Free of charge. Oh, game changer. Right. It was a. You can put Mac sauce on any sandwich McDonald's has. You can get a. You can get a a, a, a fish fillet and put Mac sauce on it. I'm down with that. Yeah. You can. I, you can get a McChicken and put Mac sauce on it. Anything that McDonald's sells. You can when put on it. when I when we go through the drive through and and the wife's like, "What do you want?" and I say, "Fish fillet," and she gives me that look like why did i marry you why are you eating a fish fillet fish fillets are good okay i, I don't know right she's like why did i marry somebody that likes fast food fish you know which i kind of get when you say it like that but then yeah. i'll still eat the fish fillet because it's a fillet of fish and it's delicious mm -hmm. so happy meals for adults and for weird collectibles is available right now right now right now you know, it's like if they're gonna do these partnerships they need to like partner with like Figpin. yeah ex exactly that's more, a good one I'd, I'd be more likely to go and buy uh, something from them if it was like a fig pin in there or if there's like designer toys like if you had like a machine box or something in there exactly or like if they did Funko and they did the Funko like keychain ones yeah exactly e even if it was like uh, just Fun Freddy Funko something like that like people would go nuts for this people would go nuts okay let's get down to some more hungry news because oh, this dude, is I'm what a collaboration I'm this not is, ready for this at all this is what a collaboration is supposed to be so peanut butter chocolate often combined is the gold standard for candy eaters everywhere Reese's peanut butter cups have become a staple around the world. Mm -hmm. The candy makers behind the treat announced that one of the candy's biggest innovations is coming, and it's a doozy. Dude, this is a no-brainer. They should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, so, absolutely. So we're getting peanut butter cups, and they all, Reese's also does Reese's Puff cereal, right? Yeah. Let's smash them together. So Reese's is releasing a new peanut butter cup candy that has bits of Reese's Puffs cereal mixed into the peanut butter. Dude, it took them how long to do this? Like 20 years? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, you know what? Better late than never, Reese's. I commend you. I'm into it. I commend you because I'm definitely buying uh, a lifetime supply of these. I, dude, this is so <laughs> smart. It's so smart. Like, why yeah. did they, like, this opens so many doors. Like, what can you do with, like, say, Captain Crunch? You I know? know? Like, the put Captain files Crunch. are in the computer. <laughs> They're in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's Puffs are in the peanut butter cup. I know, right? Oh, God. If they don't, if the they don't do a Zoolander, uh, uh, like a, a commercial with Zoolander talking about Reese's puff in the Reese's peanut butter cup right that, that is a missed opportunity the cereals in the peanut butter cup real quick uh Jennifer chimed in with uh 100% soft yes that's a huge toy maker right now so um that company are you all caught up on she-hulk yes yes have you seen um they do that dumpster fire um toy 
Golden Lion, I think. But they also do um, that kind of chibi. Shout out to Darren Chibi in the chat. That chibi looking like dolls and, and, and figures and whatnot. Um, but the Avengers, right? In She-Hulk. That's what yeah. I was saying. Right, was it 100% shot soft? That's made by 100% soft. With all the partnerships that McDonald's and Disney have, that is a missed opportunity. I know, right? Right? Because now would be the time to do that. Now would be the time to, to partner with 100% soft and put those products inside of adult Happy Meals. If you came out with like like Avengers Funko Pops right now, dude, take all my money. I would be all over that. All over that. By the way, I just bought like four new Funko, but let's not talk about it. Jen said she just spent a dumb amount of money on all her Halloween stuff. Yes. Send pictures. Post it and tag us. I want to see it. I would totally yeah, you, want to you see gotta it. post that in the Nerdington post. I want we want to see the the all the hundred percent soft stuff you got. Okay, let's finish this Reese's stuff. So uh this life-changing fusion yes. Reese's is only available in a single cup package in the big cup variety. Okay. Uh, only a single cup though. I mean, I'm okay with that, but I mean still. But I mean it just it's gonna be big, right? It's got the puffs inside. Come on. Yeah. But it's only available in single cup packages and it should appear next to Reese's offerings beginning in November. As soon as I see them, I'm grabbing them for us, James. Yes, yes, for all of us. Yes. Jennifer for, and for everybody. Now everybody that's in this chat right now. You, and Steve and yeah. Darren. Remember that I just remember that I said that because when I find them, uh I, I will remind you guys, you know, who wanted a Reese's puff, and I will send you, I will send them to you. I'm not you kidding. Need, I will send you them need to like you. Like a, a special code word. All right. The code word is the files are in the computer. Yes, that's good. <laughs> that's solid. Okay, okay. I like that one. I like that. That's good. Okay. Let's keep going. Last bit of news to satisfy your nerd hunger. The next Oreo flavor is here. So officials at Oreo Cookie announced they'll be rolling out Oreo cookies flavored as a holiday staple staple snickerdoodles. I'm down with this. Okay. Well, I mean, but what makes them different though? That's the thing is that like, I get they do their holiday flavors, but there usually is something different about like, so like a lot of their uh, Christmas flavors will have like uh, uh, edible sparkles, you know, like and, and stuff inside of them. Uh, they had like pop rocks in, in last year's. Or well, first, like first off, don't question Oreo because they're the gold standard when it comes to like mashing up and remixing their products. So I'm thoroughly offended. Uh, like I said, I want to know what is they've done that makes it different. So the new Snickerdoodle Oreo for those questioning Oreos uh, are a full on Christmas theme. In addition to Christmas trees on the package, the cinnamon flavor cream. There yeah, you go. That's what I'm looking for. Mixed with red and green sprinkles. Okay. There you go, sir. No, that's 100% what I was what I was going for. Because like, we're not done yet. But I'm we're saying, you, look at not out. if you look at the packaging, it just looks like a regular ass cookie. But that's what I'm saying. Like with the way that you're describing it, it's like okay, that's what I was expecting. That's what I want. And we said the name in the beginning. It's a Snickerdoodle. So there's going to be a goddamn Snickerdoodle. So the cookie that makes the sandwich are then flavored after the iconic cookie Snickerdoodle. I'm all for it, dude. I'm excited for this one. And I got heated over it. So now I, now I need it even more. I know, right? I'm I'm down. The only thing I don't like about, uh, with Oreos, like I'll eat an Oreo. I don't like the double stuff. It's just too much stuff. I just want the cookie, you know, like thin Oreos. Some people may say that that's sacrilegious. Well, you know, that's that's their problem, not mine. Okay. <laughs> the holiday themed snack should be available wherever cookies are sold beginning October 17th. So that's like, around the corner. That's like, like in two weeks, not even that. Math in the brain. Two weeks away. We got two weeks to wait for cookies. 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 Okay, that's it for my news. Who's got some rumors? Uh, I don't I don't know. We might actually have some rumors. Do we have rumors? Yes, we do, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to go. I don't know where to get in their nose, but I'm not mad if tonight it comes true. That was the best transition. I must got some rumors with you.
with you. I want to start some moments with you. Wait, do that transition again. That was good. Go back. Go back. Go back. Yeah, oh, because because James did the transition, so go back one screen. All right. Ihola, you got arrows on on your computer. Ready? Do it. Do it. Oh, that looks good. I don't know. Okay. That was nice. I don't get to see those transitions. I'm always reading stuff. Yeah, I know, right? All right, let's get into rumors cuz I maybe. don't know. Okay, keep going. All right, Jonathan Majors, so Lovecraft Country, he's going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp, he was in Loki, is in early talks to Join a Lionsgate film that will follow basketball great Dennis Rodman's 48-hour Vegas binge trip during the 1998 NBA Championship Finals. <laughs> Dude, this this is so perfect. I totally want. I totally want this movie. The totally only thing, movie. the only thing that is kind of off on me on this is Jonathan Majors is a much bigger dude than Dennis Rodman. I mean, like like muscle-wise. Well, yeah, he's and, and height-wise. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he's big. not as tall as Dennis Rodman. Like he's a big. He's tall, but I mean, he's not like Dennis Rodman's a big dude like tall right. dude, right he's wide he's wide he's wide jonathan majors is wide that dude is ripped so it's i i, I don't know how i feel about him playing dennis rodman yeah maybe he'll slim down we'll see yeah. i do have a uh rodopsis rodopsis synopsis NBA star Dennis Rodman went on a madcap adventure with his skittish assistant GM in the middle of the 1998 NBA championship finals. That the film hot. will detail a budding friendship that neither one of them ever thought was possible, but will end up solving both of their problems. Yeah, that 100% sounds like Dennis Rodman, though. <laughs> like, right? Oh, yeah, let's go get wasted and go take a whole bunch of drugs, and we're going to do it right in the middle of the NBA finals. I know, right? So good. So good. I totally want this movie i totally want this movie it's gonna be great like the, okay the, the, the movie in itself is very interesting right again so, and, and i know jonathan majors 100 could pull off that, that that character yeah totally so obviously my tacos are on this table that they make this film I, they have to make this film they have to what do you think uh i mean yeah tacos on the table hold on jonathan majors is hot right now come on man tacos on the table uh, i i think that this is there's probably truth to this exactly right yeah i think it's gonna happen by the way darren gb saying that they uh that, that that the people are clamoring for a uh john Mez 5000 cosplay of what he just wants you to cosplay of what he probably yeah, wants you know. to be the aging terminator hey one of us has to like steer the boat around here you know not everybody can be running around in rainbow unicorn onesies because the best people in the world <laughs> oh that's good i'm just teasing. i'm just teasing yeah we'll see we'll see power powerhouse comic-con is a long ways away right so plenty of time to find a cosplay Maybe I'll put a, a black button up and put on a black top hat and put on sunglasses and go as Darren Chibi. Right. Hey, Darren, by the way, uh, I think um, now that I'm, I've been talking with Jackie a little more, I think the Halloween special is actually going to be pre-recorded. I think we're actually just recording it tomorrow and then we're going to release it later in the week. I like it. I also like to keep going with rumors. Thank you very much. So did we get hexed during D23? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? What? So during Disney's D23, some news started to come out that a new Scarlet Witch solo film was supposed to be happening and they were looking to announce it at D23. That never happened. Right. So the sites that started to announce it quickly removed the posts or the articles, whatever it is. Um, but it seemed like some were, were sort of pre-written. Like, you know, people had connections and they knew content um, and they were ready to release it and like, boom, here it is, Scarlet Witch. Oh, wait, no Scarlet Witch. Let's pull it back. Right. So everybody's like, wait a second. Are we actually, are we getting a Scarlet Witch that they haven't announced it yet? 
yet. So uh, I guess talking to a variety, um, Feige said about about um, Olsen, about Elizabeth Olsen, she's incredibly humble and incredibly down to earth. And yet when those cameras roll, she's a force of nature. In regards to the status of Wanda, there really is so much to explore. We still haven't touched on many of her core stories from the comics. Right. Interesting. Um, I mean, now that the, the, now that we're starting to get mutants, I mean, again, I keep bringing up House of M, right? So exactly. I'm, I, you know, exactly. that's a huge storyline. Plus, I mean, we don't know what's going on with Vision still, you know? Yeah, that's a totally open-ended, open-ended piece. So they started to question him about like, well, didn't she die at the end of, you know, Doctor Strange 2? And they're like, he's like, I don't know. We saw her under rubble. I saw a tower come down and a red and a little red flash. I don't know what that means. That's coming from Feige. Who knows it all? That's yeah, obviously yeah. code for like you haven't seen the last of Scarlet Witch, right? And then also, uh, um, I, I I thought this was the rumor um, that we were going to talk about. This completely swerved me, but uh, uh, Jen, what I do, I swear. I know Jen. Jen is talking about the other rumor that um, that she's going to be involved in uh, Agatha Harkness' Coven of Chaos. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. So there's 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 a whole. I don't know if it's a rumor or if, if Feige confirmed that she's going to be in it. Or no, I think you know what it was. I think um, uh, uh, Liz Olson uh, confirmed that she's going to be. In, uh, in in Coven of uh, Chaos, they were on um, a red carpet together. I can't remember what it was right. for, and and she confirmed it because she was saying that her next project is um, uh, Coven of Chaos. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, Agatha, is it Coven? Uh, or I thought it was called like House of Harkness. No, it's uh, Coven of Chaos. But sure? just because remember, it's chaos magic is what they. Is what oh they yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but tacos on the table. Right? Just on here. Uh, do you think that we're gonna be getting a uh, Scarlet Witch movie? I mean. I don't know if she'll be in a movie. I kind of want to say she'd come back for a, a Disney Plus series, not you know, not WandaVision, but something else. Mm -hmm. You know, with with Wanda in it or Scarlet. Maybe she comes back for the Scarlet Witch series. You know, she's no longer Wanda; she's a Scarlet Witch, that sort of thing. Right. Maybe that's how they bring her back. But I mean, you're right. There's so many storylines still open. Agatha, did she die at you know um, at the end of Doctor Strange? Vision or White Vision? You know, there's so many open storylines that they can. Uh, Anti, that was that was the anti-vision is uh is, is anti-vision uh, and then and, mutants you know once mutants hit you know the the whole lineage and the father situation like right. there's so many storylines we can right and that's that was one of the things that she talked about uh, that's what it was is she was talking to uh variety and she was saying they, they were saying um how what do you feel about the future of uh scarlet witch and she said well there's so many stories that we still need to tell um and they were asking well if you could work with anybody uh who would you work with uh and and um, she said that, hold on. She said she's excited or the person she wants to work with is Michael Fassbender. And she said, because technically in some universe, he's supposed to be my dad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's, that's kind of cool because she kind of confirmed that she wants to work with Michael Fassbender in the future and tell the house of M storyline. So, I mean, like, you know, like that, that was confirmation that she didn't die. Very true. Very she's true. She's talking about future projects and who she can't wait to work with and what she wants to do in the future with Scarlet Witch, she basically confirmed that Scarlet Witch isn't dead. I hope, I hope they bring her back. Oh, they, they're not going to kill her off. That'd be stupid. Plus, I think she still has, I think she's still contracted for three more movies. Exactly. So, and yeah. that's like, she signed on to, um, I don't know if it's just Marvel, mm -hmm. but Dis pretty much Disney signed it for three movies. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, like, I think Marvel has her contract for three more movies. So, I mean, like, I, again, there's, there's a lot of evidence out there that for obvious reasons, Scarlet Witch isn't dead. You know, I, I you're, they're not going to kill off Scarlet Witch. She's, 
just too powerful of a character to just randomly kill off at the end of a movie because she was a villain. Yeah. When she's such an anti-hero character and she plays such a big part in the Marvel Universe. Exactly. Exactly. There's so I, much to explore. I don't think a, a building falling down is going to kill the woman who, who made Thanos like almost shit himself. <laughs> right. The one character that could take down Thanos like by herself. Yeah. Totally. Totally. She ain't dead. Yeah, She'd be not, back. She's not would, dead. Okay. Let, okay. We both agree she'll be back. Do you? Would you rather see a movie or would you rather see a series? Uh, I, I, I would like to see her. Like honestly, I'd like to see her in Coven of Chaos. Uh, and and I want to see her kind of return. And they do like a short explanation of like Wonder War comes down and she teleports to somewhere else. You know? Right. I'm down. Like another universe or something like that. Mm. Sure. I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's keep going. I've got one more rumor. Right. Last rumor. We're cruising through this. I like it. Speaking of D23, did we get Jedi mind tricked during T23? So right. Marvel Thunderbolts um, is in development for a 2024 release. We saw the announcement during D23. So according to Jeff uh, Snyder, a movie scooper, a sleuth, Star Wars. Moviepoopshoot.com. Moviepoopshoot. Star Wars <laughs> and Indiana Jones icon Harrison Ford is supposed to be taking on the role of uh, General Ross. Okay. Thunderbolt Ross. I, now, now uh, first off, 100% back this, right? William Hurt was amazing, but to see Harrison Ford grow a mustache. Oh, that's weird. After seeing him babyface his entire career, I need to see this giant bushy mustache that, 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 that to, to like make him be General Ross. Yeah. Now, if they do make him General Ross, does that also mean that the 89-year-old Indiana Jones is going to be Red Hulk? Uh, yeah, because they can deep fake. They can right. deep fake his ass onto a Red Hulk. And if they make him Red Hulk, does Red Hulk now have a fedora and a and, and a and a whip? <laughs> he may be a little big. Like, what was his? Ha- what would his hat size be for a fedora? Uh, it'd be really big. And then basically, what would happen is, like, I wear look- seven and a half, and I feel like my head's big. He he would look over. Uh, you know, like basically General Ross as Red Hulk. Uh, would would look over at Abomination. <laughs> scrolls why did it have to be scrolls So that's not the actual, I mean, that's a rumor. But the other rumor is that they wanted to announce during D23. I mean, they had Harrison Ford promoting Indiana Jones 5 at D23. They wanted to announce him during that Marvel Thunderbolts announcement, right? Right. But I guess Lucasfilm president and Indiana Jones producer Kathleen Kennedy put her foot down and said, Marvel, no, you are not stealing Harrison Ford, stealing our thunder away from Indiana Jones five and putting him on stage for your thunderbolts panel because if honestly if you you know after indiana jones and the excitement that people have for indiana jones five imagine harrison ford walking on stage for thunderbolts and the amount of just kind of insanity that would that that would ensue from that because that would make just people aside from like the awesome cast that they have for thunderbolts to see that that harrison ford is coming and and he's going to be general ross they would freak out the entire hall would freak out but so do you think I guess that are your tacos on the table that Kathleen Kennedy put the kibosh on them announcing it during um, D23? Oh, 100%. Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> 100% was like, you are not stealing my thunder. She is such a boss. Such yeah. a boss. But yeah. honestly, like if you if you put that on the table and, and you said that was the scenario, I I think I agree with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, because you're not again. That's the that that, that was the most major announcement that that Lucasfilm had at that. uh 
uh, at the event. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you're not going to take away from Indiana Jones just because you cast him in, in a Marvel movie. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good point because they only announced or they only talked about Indiana Jones 5 and Willow. Right. And that was everything Lucas filmed. And, you know, Star Wars had a, you know, a couple things, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, the Mandalorian. And Mandalorian season three, right? And it's kind of like, okay, well, Harrison Ford's not going to show up in Mandalorian season three. Yeah. And Marvel so. had a ton of stuff. So, dude, they didn't need to announce that. That This news could headline any Comic-Con. Right. D23, San Diego, New York, whatever. They didn't need to announce that at D23. That would have sh- overshadowed Indiana Jones. It'd been like, Indiana Jones, what? Is there another Crystal Skull? Whatever. Yeah, Back right. to, you know, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. I mean, it might be that, um, it might just be that they're saving it for the investor meeting because uh, they probably figure, okay, yeah. well, you know, we need big news at the investor meeting and we're not going to, um, we're not going to uh, steal the thunder for Indiana Jones. So at the investor meeting, we'll announce that Harrison Ford. And then this is probably just like, you know, news that got out, you know, and now they're just like, oh shit, how do we, how do we save this? Yeah. You know, uh, same thing. Like we're probably going to get some kind of like joke footage for Deadpool three at the investor meeting. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I, th- I think they're doing that right. Like not announcing Deadpool at D23 and then announcing right. it, you know, what, like a month later or whatever, a couple weeks yeah. there. Totally good with that. Totally good with that. It did you know, it dwarf other news. Darren, I don't believe that. Um, he, Darren said uh, Harrison is too old for action movies. Uh, I, I don't believe that. But at the same time, he, if he's playing General Ross, he, there's not much he has to do. He just has to stand there and deliver lines. He doesn't actually have to do any like any fighting the way like even William Hurt when William Hurt was was uh, Thunderbolt Ross. He did more talking than he did anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I mean, like if, if, if William Hurt could pull off Thunderbolt Ross, uh, you know, and, and, and not have to do very much, I, I'm sure, you know, he's I mean, it's not like you're getting Harrison Ford to do mocap for for a red hole. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm down with this. Yeah, I'm I, down with Harrison Ford playing. I, I hope that I hope they do this. That would nice. That'd be cool to get Harrison, Harrison Ford into the MCU somehow. Right. Because, yeah, we had Robert Redford in the MCU. Come on now. Yeah, come on, man. Robert Redford and Robert Redford didn't have to do much, you know? Nah, I think he had one action scene. Uh, yeah, he had, he had a fight like towards the end of the movie. Winter Soldier or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hit, you know, if you announce Harrison Ford as, as a um, Thunderbolt Ross, like taking over and, you know, kind of paying homage to William Hurt, I'd be down. I'd buy a Thunderbolt shirt. Speaking of buying shirts, we got merch, people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got merch, people. Burr, 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 Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. Shout out to everybody who's who's throwing us money. So shout out to Cam. I think Cam bought two more hats, right? Cam bought two hats over the weekend. I actually sent those out already. Thank you, Cam. You are amazing. Thank you, good sir. Thank you for being part of Distance Nerding. Shout out to our boy uh, Daniel Flores. He just bought two shirts today. Oh, very nice. Como la flor. I like it. That makes me happy. So we got. got (laughs) Can you keep going? No, I'm done. No. Okay. So we got hats. So like I said, Cam bought two. So hats are 35 each. Or if you want to be like Cam and buy two at a time, they're 30 bucks each. We got two different colors. We got uh, baller black and galaxy gray. Are you wearing? I'm rocking the galaxy gray. So guys, you're walking. You got, yeah. There, there goes go. the baller black right there. You can see what that baller looks like in the baller black. And then, of course, galaxy gray because I am a space cadet. So there we go. There it is. <laughs> so if you want to buy both, they're 30 bucks each. We'll save you a little bit of money that way. We also have shirts and shout out to 30. 
Heather's consignment because we'll be rocking some more shirts coming. Um, some of the sizes that we were out of. We talked to Joe. He's going to hook us up, get us going with more shirts. So should be Thursday, but we're going to hopefully bring them to um, Oregon so we can have right. some in Oregon. So whoever right. needs them in Oregon, Nancy, Joe, let us know. And the best thing to do for the hats, for the shirts, DM what? us. What? what? Message us on Instagram. What? On Facebook. What? Call Philippe's mom. What? Let us know you're interested in a hat or a shirt. You know, hats 35 or 30 if you buy multiple. Shirt, shirts are 20 bucks or 25 if Philippe has to ship them. What? Yeah. Uh, the what's are just because Garland's in the chat. So I'm uh, giving oh, uh, my buddy Garland. What? He was here earlier and then he realized you weren't here. So he left and then now he's back. So that's good. There we go. So I appreciate that. Um, so again, hats 35 or 30 if you buy multiple. Shirts are 20 or 25 if you if we got to ship it. And let us know your size. That way we get a, a good sense of like, hey, uh, Joe over at Thirst Consignment, we need this many larges, this many, you know, extra larges, this many extra huskies, whatever, you know, at least that way we know what to order and kind of fill or if we need like smaller sizes. Exactly. Actually, I have a lot of smalls. I have a couple mediums left, uh, but we have a lot of because like, you don't eat adult Happy Meals like I do. That sort of thing. Right, right there. Uh, we do have a couple of extra larges, though. So that is nice. Oh, we do. OK, I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. So buy hats, buy shirts, rock them during during the week. So speaking of week, Mondays, we got game streams from 12 to 4. Tuesdays, yeah. we got the download from 630 to 830. And this is all Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Thursdays, the build from 6 to 8, where we're building Legos and interviewing and chatting with people and doing brackets. So much fun. So you get, oh, yeah. you get, you get to nerd out and play some video games. You get to nerd out and talk nerdy news with us. You get to nerd out and build Legos with young Phil. So much going on during the week. Yeah, and this so week, uh, this this coming Thursday in two days, uh, we've got uh, Jordan C. Fong coming on. He's uh, mm. a good friend of uh, of Darren Chibi. So uh, he will be on on Thursday. Uh, we'll be talking with uh, with him about his artwork. Now, I just got confirmation of a guest for the for next week for the 13th. All right, guys, welcome back, Bethany Deal. And uh, you freeze? Did I freeze? You froze? Uh, uh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> um, you guys, have a seizure? What happened? It's exactly what happened. Uh, no, guys, welcome back, De the Bethany Deal and Daniel Flores. They're going to be uh, uh, back on the show on the 13th, and we're going to be uh, uh, having fun doing some Disney stuff because why not? I like it. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a good idea, dude. That's fun. What do we? When is this again? Uh, for the for the for the build. Oh, okay, that's cool. So real quick, I'm going to throw this up there. Oh, look, so speaking speaking of uh Jordan C. Fong, um, he has a company or a nonprofit, right, Darren? So what is it called? Monkey. Oh yeah, Monkey, Monkey Boy Boys. Illustrations. He does a ton of amazing artwork, and he helps out a ton of kids in the community, like you know, via artwork. Um, this is a picture of us at uh, that's not that's not uh Jordan, but um, picture of me rocking the Monkey Boy Illustrations hat. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I just want to show that his hats are amazing. I I was literally passing by. I think I was gonna go talk to Darren, and I and I passed by and saw Jordan and Monkey Boy Illustrations hat. I'm like, dude, how much is his hat? I want it right now. So it's a little. He's got a bunch of like hang loose Mickey hands. They're super cool. I dig his artwork. I dig Jordan. He's super cool, super fun. All right, yeah. that's it. That's he's all gonna, I wanted to talk about. He's gonna be on on Thursday, guys. We're gonna have a whole bunch of fun. Uh, and actually, uh, I, I'm starting a new build on Thursday. Uh, we're starting the Mario Nintendo 64 Mario 64 question box. Ooh, that's gonna be a fun one because if you guys haven't seen the question box 
Uh, let me see if I can actually pull up a picture of it for you guys to see. Uh, Jester G, looking at my Funko Pops. I just have a couple. There's only a couple up here. I just have my Raiders, my Raider Nation over here. Because Shout out he, to Josh Jacobs and Bo Jackson and Derek yes, Carr. Because he's a Raider. And, and Howie Long. But I got my, this is one of my grails. Like, it's it's not in any kind of good condition. But like, hey man, my Bo Jackson is like one of the Pops I've always wanted. And I bought it off a dude. Like, he's like, it's a little dinged up. Just pay me like what I paid to get it, like shipping wise. And it's yours. So like, it's a $125 Funko Pop. And he sold it to me for $16. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders just win baby just win what are you doing why, why is that on screen why are we shopping no no so i'm showing you guys this is the question box that i'm starting to build this week oh, i was like do you realize you're showing your uh shopping screen yeah i know right uh watch the tabs buddy right there guys so you can see like on on the side right here uh um so it's got like the different worlds right so you have like the uh, the ice world you have uh princess peach in the middle right there you have uh just like the different worlds and on the bottom uh where kind of where it looks like the it's opening right there that is um about uh there's like a little mini Bowser that's inside of that. Got it. And well, I think closes the, up, the Nintendo uh, was one of your like original builds that Nintendo NES. Yes, that was one of the like first builds that I did. And the you know some of the things you found out like thanks to Tyler, shout out to Tyler, was that there was all kinds of like Easter eggs yeah. like within yeah. the build itself. Yeah, dude, some of the Easter eggs in that thing were crazy, man. Like there was like a whole Mario level on the side of the 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 of the Nintendo. If you take the side of the Nintendo off, there's like an entire level just built into the side of the the console. Right. Now, Which I, I can't. Was cool. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna get the atari 2600 at, at some point pretty soon uh so when i build the atari 2600 that thing's probably gonna be like probably gonna have a bunch of easter eggs in it too yeah that's cool so i'm excited for that build that you're um what, what are they calling it uh, the, the, the mario question box the question box there you go i'm excited mm. for that one i'm excited for the easter eggs so that's starting this thursday this thursday so again jordan c fong and we're, and and we'll be talking about his nonprofit about uh monkey boy illustrations uh and then we'll be uh uh we'll be starting the uh the question box by the way, his his pluggables are monkey boy underscore illustrations on Instagram. If you want to go check out some of his stuff. I wore that hat that I was showing you in mm -hmm. Disneyland. I had a bunch of people ask me like, dude, where did you get that hat? Like, everybody That's thought tough. it was like an official Disney hat. So I'm like, nope, it's yeah, mine. Profit. You guys just got to go. You guys got to go to monkey boy illustrations and, and, and donate. Yeah. Go check out monkey boy illustrations and go from there. And by the way, the nonprofit, uh, which Darren knows very well since he's helped out, is Illustrated Voice. That's the nonprofit that um, Jordan Fong does. So go help them out. Check us out um, on Thursday. And in the meantime, have something you want to discuss? Tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, the Distance Nerdington Post. Now, guys, it's not hard. It's not something that you uh, have to go out of your way to do. Guys, you can buy us a taco. Join the taco party, ladies and gentlemen. Go to distancenerding.com. You'll see that big button on the top left says buy us a taco. Guys, you can buy us a taco. All it does is help us continue to do all the things you love that we do. Help us, we help you, right? 100%. Guys, you also got to connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, all at Distance Nerding. Oh, so good. So good. And your voice is all falling apart. I love it. Yeah, so because cool. I was screaming out, let's go! That's what I was doing all day yesterday. Oh, my right? goodness. Why? Why? Because the Niners were whooping that ass, baby! That's all you said. You were so drunk. You just said the same thing over and over again let's go a thousand times i'm pretty sure it's the same thing you do when you go to a raider game in like the 17 chats you and i are a part of that's all you would just write back and forth exactly let's go
know why? Because I went to a game expecting the Niners to get blown out and they destroyed the Rams. Yes. Yes. Good for you. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. You better get a Debo Samuel jersey. That's all I'm saying. I was actually trying to. Uh, I ended up getting the uh, Niner coat of arms shirt. Nah. Because, no, no, because they didn't have any Debo Samuel jerseys. Um, there was. I a, don't care unless it's Debo. There Debo's was a, the man. There was a red George Samuel, uh, uh, George Kittle, and there was uh, a white Trey Lance. And I was like, well, I mean, Trey Lance is not even playing this season. So I'm not going to get a jersey for a dude that I can't have any faith in yet. Um, Kittle, I mean, I almost went and got the Kittle, but the one I want is the black uh, uh, Debo Samuels jersey. Debo? Yeah, Debo's a beast. He's one of those dudes where it doesn't matter what team you're a fan of, you everybody will admit that Debo Samuels is a beast. Exactly. Yeah, I give it up for Debo. All right, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you Thursday and this weekend at Anna Medford. Thanks and keep nerding together. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, keep nerding together. But now it is time for the lovely, lovely dance party. Let's go ahead and get it done. I'm going to go with Bo. I'm going to go with Bo. Bo. I'm talking about Bo knows. Bo knows nerding. And nobody likes Bo Dallas. care about you guys. He's too busy trying to find his extra medium Trey Lance jersey. His trying to get his hair cut like 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 uh Jimmy G. Oh get that out of here. Why are you putting it on why you just turned it around you weirdo that, that's right there right here right no, here that's backwards you weirdo baby exactly niner fans this was a production of the distance nerding podcast and time for tacos media for more content follow us on facebook instagram twitter twitch youtube and tiktok all at distance nerding if you enjoy our content please leave us a review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks and keep nerding together Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just 
$1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 